The Gemara insight tells us that if someone speaks between between the placement the Tzvillin Shayad and the Tzvillin Shereish, then it's considered an Avera, and they would not allow him to go to war, to fight for Klai Yisrael. He wasn't, he wasn't fit for battle, because it's an Avera, it's an Avera to speak between the Tzvillin Shayad and the Tzvillin Shereish. Now in general, whenever we have a mitzvah, and we make a bracha prior to performing the mitzvah, we know that there's an Isser to be mafsik to to have to interrupt between the bracha and the performance of the mitzvah. Not only does it apply to mitzvahs, it applies to brachas. If someone makes a bracha on their uh, grape juice and they have a conversation, or they even say one word between the bracha and drinking, so that's considered a hafsik, a hasachadas, and that bracha is a bracha levatala, and they need to make a new bracha prior to drinking or prior to performing the mitzvah. Now this uh, discussion we mentioned in an earlier year in Klal Hey, the Chayadim, I think it's uh, Klal 5 uh, G in the, on the podcast, and the Chayadim went through many of the dinim of Hefzik. So today's year will be somewhat of a, of a review of that, plus we're going to show how it applies to the Halacha Satzfilin and the extra considerations when a person does speak between the Tzfilin Shayad and Tzfilin Shereish, there are other uh, issues he runs into. Okay, so I want to just divide it up into three different things here. So in, we have the general problem of speaking between a bracha and the performance of the mitzvah. How does that apply to tefillin? We'll get to that. Additionally, if someone speaks out between the tefillin shayan and shayraish, there is a, now he has to make a new bracha on the shayraish. So by doing that, the Gemara Menachah says, it's causing a bracha shayin tzricha. You're causing yourself to say an extra bracha. Um, so we'll get to what that means. And finally, we'll, we'll discuss... What does it mean? What does the Gemara inside to mean that there's an isser of, of speaking between the Tfil and Shayat, Tfil and Shayat, the Chayzim and Muhammad go back from Muhammad? You don't, you're not able to go to war just because a person said a bracha Atala or a bracha Shayatzricha. You have to go back. You're not allowed to fight for clients. So what exactly does that mean? So let's take it one thing at a time. So first of all, the general rule is we do not the Chatchila. We are not mafsik between a bracha and the performance of the mitzvah or eating the food. The only time it is ma'akev, meaning that you have to make a new bracha, it's a bracha matal, it's if a person spoke. If you, if you said word, if you, if you spoke out, so then you have to repeat the bracha, unless, of course, it was a tzarech ha-bracha, meaning, or tzarech ha-mitzvah, the only, you, you, you couldn't cut the chal, you needed a knife, so if you said, please, you know, pass the knife, so b'diyavet, you do not have to repeat the bracha, obviously you should avoid that lechatchila, make sure you're prepared. But you would not have to repeat the bracha. But if you spoke out, you would have you would have to uh, repeat the bracha. Additionally, the Shulchan Aruch in many places throughout Arachaim tells us that the Chatechila person should avoid even pausing or any minor activity between the bracha and the performance of the mitzvah. We mentioned in Hilchas Havdala that there's a minog to pour the grape juice to extinguish your Havdala candle with the grape juice of or the wine of. Havdalah, the Shulchan tells us that a person should drink prior to extinguishing his candle because otherwise you're being mafsik between the bracha and the and drinking. But the Abed, you didn't speak, you're still yaitza. But the we should avoid doing that. So when it comes to tefillin, so sometimes a person might want to roll down his sleeve on top of his tefillin shayad, but if you if you uh, do that, you're being mafsik, you're interrupting between the tefillin shayad and the tefillin shayrash, and therefore the chachila, a person should not be busy with a sleeve unless 
I don't know, unless for some reason he cannot put in his tulan shalrash until he puts the sleeve on. So it would not be considered a tzarech hatzfilin, you know, that it's ma'akev, and therefore one should lechatchila avoid it. But yeah, you didn't speak out. You're still you're still yotzah your bracha. You do not have to repeat anything. You're yotzah. You know you didn't speak out between tefillin shir and tefillin shirayish. But a chiler person should avoid pulling down, uh, you know, the sleeve or, you know, fixing a siddur, turning pages, anything that you you don't need to do between shayat and shirayish should be avoided, even if it's not specifically you know talking. What about putting on tefillin? So once a person ties the knot. On the tefillin shayat, so we're going to see that's the key in hamitzvah kshartem. Your your yotze, your mitzvah of, of kshira, and we wrap the arm with with uh, with with the tefillin uh, as well. So at what point should you stop wrapping your arm, because you're already yotze, you know, somewhat of the mitzvah of lahaniach tefillin of putting the mitzvah on the yad, kshartem, and then go do the shalrash. So there are various minhagim in klal yisrael. The uh, the minhag of Rav Moshe Feinstein, which some of my uh, rabbeim, Rabbi Reisman Shlita does, is um, you you basically you tie the tefillin and you do one or two wraps on your arm. You do not finish wrapping it um, all the way down, and you put on your tefillin shell shell rosh with the tefillin with your retzuish just hanging. The Mishnah does not say that. The Mishnah brings on the Arizal that we should do all the all the all the krichos on the yard. You should do you know uh, wrap your tefillin on your hand on your arm. Your forearm first, and then put your tefillin shalrash on. The stipler was makbid, it's brought down in Archa Sabenu to, to wrap it on your hand as well. Not, not on your finger, but on your hand. So, in order that the retsuah should stay in place and not be loose, that's brought down the Piskachuva's quotes from the stipler. And I heard that uh, Ravesh Bar Salavechik from uh, Ravitsa Chachanan, so he would be makbid to tie it. Tie it all the way and even do the krichos because that's that's how we do tefillin shayad. So why should we? So it's not considered hefsek. That's how we put on tefillin shayad, and he would do that prior to putting on the tefillin shayrosh. So a person should follow, uh, you know, his minog when putting on tefillin. But again, the consideration is if it's not necessary to do it, so then it ends up being a hefsek between the bracha and the. And the performance of the mitzvah. Okay, so that's the general problem of hefs of hefsig between the bracha and the performance of the mitzvah. What about specifically by tefillin? So, the the Gemara tells us that if a person speaks out between tefillin shayan and shalrosh, you have to make a second bracha of al mitzvah tefillin. The Gemara, the Gemara says a second bracha. So, according to the Shulchan Aruch, we mentioned the Mechaber Paskins, you always only make one bracha, Laniach Tfilin, on Shayyad. It's only when a person speaks out, do you now have to make a new bracha of Al Mitzvah Tfilin? So, that is considered causing a bracha in a by speaking out, so that should be avoided. And that's an Isser of causing a bracha that's not necessary. We spoke about that in an earlier share as well, in a Klal Hay. The, according to the Ramah, we always say Al Mitzvah Tfilin anyways on Shalrash, but if a person speaks out, so now you have to you have to repeat L'Haniach Tfilin. Why? Because L'Haniach Tfilin was not just on the Shalyad, it was on the Shalyad and on the Shalrash as well. Even if a person only has the Shalrash, Halacha is, according to the Ramah, you make the Bracha L'Haniach and Al Mitzvah Tfilin. So by speaking out between Tfilin, Shalyad, and Shalrash, you cause yourself another Bracha of L'Haniach Tfilin. So by speaking out between the Brachas, that causes Okay, so in these two categories, you could say that's that should only apply when a person actually makes a bracha. But if you look in the Gemara Insight, the Gemara Insight is discussing, uh, you know, going going to war. That 
you were, you weren't you weren't fitting you know you weren't fit to go to battle for Klai Yisrael because you spoke at it. It doesn't seem like there's anything to do with the bracha. So the Mishnah Paskins that in a Hanami, there's 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 another issue. Nothing independent of the bracha of Ametzas Tzelon Independent of that, there's another issue of speaking out between Shayan and Sharosh. What is this uh, Indian? So. The Indian Alpia Halacha is that the Pasik says, and the Pasik says, So it should be Sheyeheh, it should be Havaya Achastashteim, it should be one Havaya of putting on together. So you shouldn't be mad, so you shouldn't interrupt between Tfil and Shayat and Tfil and That's how the Mishabura understands the need to have Tfil and Shayat and put on immediately and not pausing in between. The uh, Bali Machshava write that the reason for this is that the Tfilin Shayad is Keneged Halev. It, re- you know, it's, it represents the heart. And the Tfilin Shayad is Keneged Hamoyach, the, uh, the brain. And often in life, there's a huge separation between our brain of what we know, what we know we should be doing, what we know is right, and our heart of what we desire, what we feel, what uh, gives us chiyas in life. So the, the goal of of making sure we, we have Havaya Achas, that you always put on your Tfilin Shayat and then Yisharosh right away, there's no pause, is to somehow strive that our our, our Lev and our Mayach should be connected. If you look in the Sifrei Hasidus and the, and the, the Maral, this is the ultimate uh, goal of a Jew, is to have the Lev Machshava Ke'echad as one. So that's the goal, and that's why it was so important that if a person's heart and his, and his mind and his logic are in two different places. The seichel tells him one thing, but his heart desires something else. So that person shouldn't go out mechama. That person shouldn't represent klai yisrael at war. His uh, his heart is 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 not in the right place, and that's why it's so important to have havaya achas. And therefore, the Mishnah Bura writes, and all the achronim say this as well, that even if you're not making a bracha, for example, if a person puts on tefillin chalamay, the pesach is we do not make a bracha. If you if you in fact put on tefillin chalamay, you do not make a bracha. Still, a person should not speak out between Tfilin Shayat Additionally, if someone puts on Tfilin of Rabbeinu Tam, you would not, you, you would not, you should not speak out between Shayat Shayat And even if a person just went to the bathroom, he's putting it back on, assuming there's no bracha there. We'll get to those halachas later on of when you do have to make a bracha. But in those situations, whenever you're putting on Shayat, whenever you're putting on Tfilin, you should not have a break between now, is there any difference between when I make a bracha or when I didn't make a bracha? So, halacha we pass in that even for Dvarim Shepikdusha, even for Ameni Heishmi Rabbah and uh, answering Kaddish Kedusha, one is not allowed to uh, speak out, one is not allowed to respond between Shayal and Sharash. And if you did, you would have to repeat the bracha. However, some of the Achronim say that if you you uh, if it's Chalamayid or you you are putting on Tefillin Rabbeinu Tam, so then you could say Yehi Rabba, you you could say Kaddish Vikadusha. Okay, I just want to leave off with one one question, and then maybe we'll get to this on Shabbos by our uh, weekly Halacha Shir slash Kiddush after davening in Minneapolis. So the question would be like this: Let's say a person wears Rabbeinu Tam Tefillin. And, uh, and and obviously you wear Rashi tefillin, and one day you know he's spacing out in the morning, and by mistake he puts on Rabbeinu Tam tefillin first, and we and everyone else wears Rashi tefillin. He's wearing Rabbeinu Tam tefillin, and now he wants to go put on his Rashi tefillin. So the question is, by putting on Rabbeinu Tam tefillin first, is that called a hefsik between 
the uh, bracha, you made the bracha on Amitzvaston, and you don't make a, we typically do not make a bracha on Rabbeinu Tanzon, but, but you thought it was Rashi Ton, you made it on the Rabbeinu Tanzon, and you daven, I don't know, half the davening already. Is that considered a hefsik? Would you have to repeat the bracha of of Laniatzvon uh, and Amitzvaston when you put on the uh, Rashi Ton? So we'll get to that in Ritzashem on Shabbos.